Faith and reason are never at odds. I'm going to say that again. Your Catholic faith and your intellectual reasoning faculties and logic will never, ever be at odds. That is a core belief of our Catholic faith that, hey, reason and faith work together towards the truth, to go towards the truth. Pope John Paul says this great quote about faith and reason, where he says, faith and reason are like two wings on the human spirit that rise towards truth. And that's just like, dude, JP2 for the win, a perfect image of faith and reason and truth together. Oh, I love that. I love that line. And because it's faith and reason independently work together to go towards what is true. And this was on display recently in a popular podcast called The Whatever Podcast. A Catholic apologist named Trent Horn, who you need to check out, he is an awesome guy. He works with or for Catholic Answers, um, where he has great videos there. And then he also has his own podcast called The The Council of Trent, where he talks about different Catholic issues and different moral issues and gives like the apologist perspective of and the Catholic perspective of it. So Trent Horn, this Catholic apologist, goes on The Whatever Podcast, and he has this debate with one of the hosts and the host's name is Destiny. So Destiny is one of the hosts in the Whatever Podcast and Destiny is a content creator. He is a streamer. He's a video game player. And he is also this like thinker of this, this modern thinker where he, you know, you know, is very pro liberal politics, very pro, um, you know, independence, very pro like, you know, intellectual, you know, intellectual side of things of life. And so he kind of represented this reason side of living life. And then Trent Horn came on to represent this, this faith side of living life. Now, I thought it was really interesting because they had some really, really, really good debates. And you should go check out the episode or check out the clips on Instagram or TikTok um, or wherever Facebook of the um, Council of Trent on the Whatever Podcast. So the Whatever Podcast, that's what it's called. And then Trent Horn, aka the Council of Trent, was a guest on this show. So you should go check it out because it was a really, really good um, I thought like nuanced debate about a lot of really important issues, you know, abortion, um, you know, morality. They were talking about you know, politics and, uh, you know, natural law and how do we know things we should do or ought to do? How do we know these things? What's the extent of our knowledge? Um, it was, you know, a really nice philosophical debate. I enjoy that type of thing. I was a philosophy major, so I always love seeing two people, you know, have really good, deep um, philosophical conversations. Now, I thought that this was a great conversation of Trent Horn defending the Catholic faith using reason, okay? Not faith versus reason and showing why faith is what you should have, not reason. And then destiny saying, no, reason is what you should have, not faith. This was not that type of conversation. And this was not what, this is not the point of faith and reason. Faith has reason behind it. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, Faith uses reason to get to the truth. Now, why is it so important that Trent Horn was using reason and for our faith to get to the truth and not just faith alone on this podcast? Why was that conversation really important that he was having on this podcast? Because in today's society, following Jesus and, and having a Catholic faith, having a Christian faith is looked at as dumb. The modern world says, ah, those dumb people who have followed Jesus, they don't use reason. And this is like a really, really common um, 
you know, like, like I'll say sentiment of like modern American culture is, ah, the Catholics, they're just blindly follow Jesus and follow a book because uh, that's, that's what, you know, someone told them to do and they just blindly follow. They do not use their reason. They're not use their mind at all. And it's like, whoa, that is the furthest thing from the truth. The Catholic faith has the deepest intellectual tradition of any organization ever. You put an organization up next to the Catholic faith. We have thousands of years of intellectual tradition and defenders of the faith and people who've been passing on the knowledge and who are with Jesus and who've been carrying out what Jesus has said for thousands of years. We have the deepest, most far-reaching intellectual tradition ever. And so for me, I think it's very cool to know that we have that side of our faith that like our reason and our intellect is actually like informing a lot of our faith. And it's not just blindly following. So like when we hear, we think like, oh man, like people who are really into politics, like those are really smart thinkers, but us faithful, we just like go to mass and we just, we just follow what people say. It's like, no, 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 no. We have fierce defenders of the faith who have been dissecting and using reason and analyzing words and knowledge and morality for thousands of years. And we need to dive deep into that, dive deeper into that to really like, I think, sprout some more life in our faith, sprout some more life in our intellectual part of our faith. Bishop Barron had a great little interview recently where he was like, hey, we don't want to water down our faith. You know, watering down the faith can lead to like a bland faith and then people don't choose that. Young people, when they look at the Catholic faith and maybe they're discerning um, Christ speaking their life, if they hear a bland Catholic faith, that's just like, yeah, man, like feel good, do good. Like that's pretty much all the Catholic faith is. And, you know, just follow, follow Jesus and follow the Bible. Like who's really going to choose, choose that? Just following, following Jesus because someone told you to. No one's going to choose that. And so Bishop Barron was really encouraging all of us um, very recently in World Youth Day to like dive deeper into the intellectual part of our faith, dive deeper into the thinkers of our faith. Let the like the reason side and the logic side and you know the 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 smart side of our faith, the smart people, the men and women who've come before us who have like just like dug deep into the faith and talked about it and reasoned with it. Let them inform our faith. Let's not just let other people of today's society say, hey, you guys are just dumb followers of Christ. They don't define our faith life. They don't define our intellectual faith life. The people who've gone before us, the St. Teresa of Avila's, the St. Augustine of Hippos, JP2's, Thomas Aquinas, you know, um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the great, uh, you know, the great Lutheran uh, guy. Like, these are the people who define our intellectual faith, not just people on news media. So I think it's really, really important that Trent Horn went on this podcast and defended the faith using reason because the world always wants to push us back on our heels. They always want to kind of push back to be like, hey, you guys are stupid. You know, you're like stupid for following, you know, uh, following Jesus. You know, us in the world society, we have science. We have math. You guys just have belief. It's like, who the heck do you think like, we're the first scientists. Who do you think were the first mathematicians? Who do you think invented? It's like, dude, the Catholic Church monks. It's like, the Catholic Church is at the core of so many of the intellectual traditions that, like, we use now. Where it's like, who do you think great biologists were? Who do you think, you know, you know, some of the great mathematicians of the world? It's like, dude, they were Catholics. 
And they were Catholics who were trying to understand more fully Christ and Jesus and God and his nature. So it's like, we have a, we have to, I think, push back a little bit um, in, in our own lives. We have to believe that, hey, there is reasons and there there is great like logical reason to our faith, not just pure belief. And we owe it to ourselves to read a little bit more, to read some of these saints, to read, you know, Chesterton, to read Aquinas, to read and look up, um, you know, the Catholic apologists like, um, you know, Bishop Barron or Trent Horn, the Catholic answers. Like we owe it to ourselves to do a little bit of research and to understand a little bit more about the, the, the reasoning side of our faith and know that, Hey, like Christ is wants our heart and wants our faith, wants our belief. But like, there's a whole lot of, lot of education behind that. And I think that when we see kind of this, like, Oh, faith and reason, it's not two opposing views. It's actually one view together going towards the truth. And that's why I think it was really great and really important that Trent Horn went on this podcast, talked with destiny and he used reason um, as a way to talk about the faith. We have to not be scared to like pull from the well of our intellectual um, side of our, our faith. We have to not be scared to have questions and then look up the answers. Go to the catechism, go to the Bible, go to the great thinkers. Like it's okay to have questions about our faith. I think a lot of times, even us as Catholics, we kind of like don't answer the questions that are like maybe hard to answer. We're just like, all right, well, that's like for another day. I'm just going to kind of focus on like, you know, love your neighbor as yourself, love God above all things. And like, that's kind of where I'm at. And that's a good, that's a good core principle to, to follow every day. But it's easy to not think about like the deeper questions of our life or, or really want to answer the hard questions that a lot of people have. And like, as people are coming towards into the faith, if we want to open the doors of our churches and open the doors of our Catholic life, like people are going to have questions. People are going to have a lot of questions about, you know, what are, where our church stands on, on, you know, faith, you know, you know, marriage, you know, sexual teaching, um, abortion, uh, you know, politics, you know, how we relate with each other, parenting, um, raising children, schools, like, there's going to be a lot, people have a lot of questions about where we stand on this stuff. And I think we owe it to ourselves as Catholics to have a good grasp and a good, like basic foundation of this, you know, this reason side, this logic side, this, this intellectual side of our Catholic church. Because if we don't defend our faith, if we don't say what's true about our faith, other people will say stuff about our faith. If we don't define what our what our church thinks about our faith, if we don't define our faith, other people will define it for us. If we don't define what's true about our faith, other people in the world will define it for us. So we have to kind of stand up and be like, hey, like this is what is true about our faith. This is what we've said. This is what Thomas Aquinas said in 1200. This is what JP2 said 50 years ago. This is what we've believed for thousands of years. And, you know, whatever the issue is, whatever the topic is, if you're ever in a conversation with someone on an individual or, um, you know, when a group setting, the Catholic Church has answers. We have answers to these questions. Like, you name a question, we have answers to it. And they're all logical. They're all ethical. They're all reasonable. They all use, um, you know, logic. It's never just purely like, hey, because God said so. We use biblical you know, 
biblical evidence. We use tradition. We use like divine revelation to define the issues of our faith. So don't ever let someone say that we just believe something because God told us to. That is not true. That's actually what the world does. They just believe like the world and society just believe stuff because like celebrities say it. They'll just say like celebrities just pull, put a commercial out or something. They just say something over social media and people just believe it. They just believe it because like whoever. So I'm not going to say some celebrity. I don't want to slander their name. But just some ex-celebrity says something. I'm like, okay, I believe that now because they said so. It's like, and we're the dumb ones. We're, we're the ones who are stupid. Who like have a wide reaching church that has been following basically the same thing for thousands of years and we're the stupid ones and people just believe whatever some celebrity says like that. It's like, dude, this is the, the, this is so on its head sometimes. So I think now is the perfect time to look more deeply into our faith and look more into the reason of our, the reason side of our faith, look more deeply into the thinkers of our faith. So on that, who are some role models we can look into that are like big advocates and, and defenders of faith and reason, faith and reason as a, you know, goal towards the truth. So who are some thinkers in the Catholic church that we can look into and role models that we can look up to and research and read what they said about faith and reason and about our faith using reason as a way to get towards the truth. Well, first, you know, here's a good one. Augustine of Hippo, Augustine of Hippo, St. Augustine of Hippo, uh, you know, confessions, city of God, just war theory. I mean, this guy is an intellectual powerhouse. And I, I studied philosophy in college. I was a philosophy and a theology major. I was a philosophy major out of like the, you know, the liberal arts side of the school. And like we read St. Augustine in our like philosophy classes, in, in, in logic classes, in epistemology classes, in faith and reason classes, because like he's that much of an intellectual powerhouse where it's like, oh, whoa, this guy, St. Augustine was like writing about truth in some of the sharpest, smartest ways that anyone has ever written about them. Um, and he was a skeptic, you know, like he was obviously a great sinner, but he was a big skeptic and his journey from skepticism to like realizing the glory of God, you know, giving his life to Jesus, entering the Catholic church more and more, and then defending the faith. It's like, dude, it's powerful. And like some of his reasoning and, and thought is still exists today. So he was in like 300, 400 era. Um, the just war theory that the Catholic church stands by basically is the foundation for what Trump comes from him. The foundation of what we think is a just war, like should America enter this war or not? Does the Catholic church say this war is just or unjust? Basically comes from him like almost 2000 years ago. It's like, dude, this guy was talking about war, like where they were using, you know, bow and arrows and horses. And it, the Catholic church still, you, you know, thinks about it and uses it when we're talking about like weapons of mass destruction. So He's an intellectual powerhouse. Y'all got to check him out. I think another I think another role model to look into and look up to would be St. Thomas Aquinas. Thomas Aquinas, Summa Theologica, like that is, you know, the most epic, you know, the epic canon of intellectual thought. It's like no one could write, no one could write the Summa Theologica now. Imagine that if that book came out now where it's like, hey, uh, did you hear that that writer wrote a... 5,000 page book, basically just like defending parts of the faith. And then it was like the number one bookseller in New York Times. Like what? Like that would never happen now. But St. Thomas Aquinas, you know, this guy was a physically imposing guy. He was huge. 
apparently, you know, you know, loved life, was a big guy, and he also was like an intellectual giant. Like this guy, the Summa Theologica, I don't know if, I don't even know if it's reasonable to say, hey, go read that front to back. But if you ever have a thought about, hey, like, where does the church stand in this? Where does the thinker think about, like, this issue, this part of morality? Is this ethical? It's not ethical. He basically touches on every part of the human experience you could ever think of and breaks down every section of, um, you know, morality and ethics like, like a lawyer. So it's like he positions it like, this is the statement. This is the justification of the statement. This is defensive against the statement. This is the opposite, the antithesis, antithesis uh, of that statement. And he kind of breaks it down where it's very clear. It's very dry. It's very hard to read, you know, if you're not a genius like me. Like, it's, but it's very, very clear. And so, you know, go online, go check out some of his writings. And it's so, it's, it's incredible because he's so smart and it makes sense when you kind of like, oh, wow, like this is what he thought in 1200 and it's still relevant today. So St. Thomas Aquinas, and he's just like a baller guy. So, you know, read more about his life too, but he's another role model. A few other quick hitters of people you should look up to who have a great intellectual tradition, Dorothy Day. She has so much that she wrote and said about social Catholic teaching. Um, so like modern issues that like we think about Dorothy Day really was involved in like human rights and like our, how Christ defines our identity, not culture defines our identity and how, what we need to do to help each other, um, live that out. JP two, obviously an incredible man who just had a, had like a passion for youth and following Christ and not being afraid. And he has so many great encyclicals and letters that use reason and use like very sound logic as to why like giving our lives to Christ is such an amazing adventure, why we should do it. G.K. Chesterton, he's like an author, writer, Catholic theologian, philosopher, you know, uh, historian, you know, he's got a lot, a lot in his byline. But um, he, you know, he's great to look into. He has some great books, um, The Everlasting Man, one's called Orthodoxy. He has so many other great things that you can look into where you're like, oh, wow, this guy was a great Catholic and then also like was super smart and like had a great insight into um, living a life with Christ with reason, faith and reason working together. So those are some great role models in our church of people who have used faith and reason as, you know, one team together to get towards the truth. Go check them out. Um, you know, I think it's really important that we tap into the intellectual side and the reason side of our faith because there's a lot there and let's not let our faith life just be defined as pure belief. Belief's a big part of it, but like there is a lot that is justifying our faith and like a lot of smart, smart things. And when you really get down to it, the smartest thing, like, you know, this, all truth is coming from Jesus. So like... The reason why I think faith and reason is so important to talk about and think about and express and watch podcasts with Trent Horn and Destiny talking and debating and why Aquinas and Augustine and, you know, ethics and morality and current issues are so important to talk about because everything that's on the search for truth and every path, everyone on the path for truth, that truth, that final destination of truth is God. And so it's like God is not only like the source of all truth, he is truth. So when we're finding out things that are true about ethics, morality, the environment, biology, chemistry, it's all leading towards God. So it's actually exciting. It's not just like, hey, out in the universe, out in space, it's just like reason is this thing. And then all the way over there, God is talking about faith. It's like, no, 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 no. Like the search for truth and faith and reason work together to search, be on that search for truth will eventually reveal God to us. So that's why this is so important. 
Why is faith and reason so important? Because it eventually leads us to God revealing himself to us more and more. So that's why I think we owe it to ourselves. Because like, if you have questions, seek out answers because God will reveal himself to you. If you have thoughts or you have hangups about the faith, go and search and ask and read and talk to people for these answers because God will reveal himself to you in the process. If you say, hey, the Catholic church is wrong and I'm gonna go prove why the Catholic church is wrong, Go search and do your research and talk to people because God will reveal himself to you in the process because God is truth, the source of all truth, faith and reason work together to run towards the truth, aka God. That's it for me today. Thank you all for watching and listening. If you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, go to the YouTube page, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. Um, that really helps out. Thank you. Appreciate you all checking in, watching this video, listening. Um, this was fun to make. And also, like, if you're here at the end, if you're listening at the end here, um, let me know what you thought about this, like, this topic, this podcast topic. You know, I wanted to kind of talk about something a little more, like, I'd say, like, Catholic, a little more intellectual. And uh, I want to know how it resonated with you. I don't know if it was too heady or boring. Like, this could be boring. You know, I know how I know how much people were bored in philosophy class. So, like, it is not lost on me that this could be a very boring episode. But let me know. Let me know if you thought it was boring and how it could have been spiced up. If you like this episode, let me know too. Um, I'm always trying to improve. Always try to get better. Always want to make stuff that you guys like and that inspires you to draw closer to Christ. So, I love your feedback. Thank y'all for watching, listening. Talk to y'all soon.